And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Saturday, January 27th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. If you've got a question or you want to run a strategy bias or there's a big change that's occurring, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live. And when you get that question, would you be willing to come on the air live? There's a second question which says, would you be willing to come on with video? That's because we've got this great new show on YouTube. It's called Jill on Money, powered by The Compound. And if you'd like to join us there, we would love to have you. Otherwise, we'll get your email. We'll get your note if you want to come on the air on the audio version. And Mark does everything else. While you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. And hey, check it out. My book, The Great Money Reset, is now out in paperback. So if you want to read about how you can take bold steps to turn chaos into opportunity, you can check out The Great Money Reset. And this book came about because of our conversations with you. So without further ado, speaking of you, let's talk to Dana, who's on the line from New Jersey. Well, I have a couple of questions. I'm recently retired and I'm moving moving funds around. So I wanted to know basically where I should be putting these funds. I have a 457B, which I really didn't realize had so many complications to it once it came due. Basically, I have to take it or do an annuity and I don't want to do an annuity. So I'm like, okay, if I have to take it, I'll take it next year, which is good. Mm-hmm. But where do I keep it? Being that I'm going to use it for income, do I just leave it in a savings account? But do when I, you say a 457 plan, were you a teacher or a municipal worker? I'm a nurse. Okay. Okay. So you're, uh, so you worked at a hospital and they had 457 plan. And when you say you have to move it, you don't have to take a distribution. Can't you roll it over into a, into an IRA rollover account or is that not allowed? No, not allowed. This particular plan was only allowed to move over to another 457, but since I don't plan on working within the next year, maybe oh. after that I might, but within oh. the, this year, I know I'm not, I, I don't, I have the option of taking the distribution or mm-hmm. keeping it as an annuity. What is the lump sum amount? 
The lump sum is about 82K. Tell us what else is going on in your life. How old are you? I'm 65, Mm -hmm. recently retired. My husband's 70. He retired about a year and a half ago. Your husband, is he receiving Social Security right now? He is. How much is that? I guess he gets about 3000 a year. uh, A month. 3000 a month. Okay, got it. You're not receiving Social Security yet, right? No, I decided to hold off till at least full or maybe longer. Okay, great. Are either of you entitled to a pension of any amount? He has a pension that Mm -hmm. he he has a small pension, about 18K a year. Mm -hmm. I have a cash balance, which I could use as like an annuity, but I'm decided to roll that over. Okay. How much was that cash balance? The cash balance was 232. And that you already have rolled over, right? I'm in the process of. Are you managing it yourself? I'm putting it back into like a TIA 401k. I do have a financial planner. Mm-hmm. And when I rolled over my 403 b mm-hmm. I rolled it over to that um, financial planning place. But there's a 1% commission on that. Not a commission. You mean an annual asset management fee, right? Correct. correct. Okay. How much is in that rollover account from the old 403B? So rolled over 1.2. Ooh, hello. Hello, <laughs> Dana. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what about your, your hubby? Does he have um, old retirement accounts as well? Right. He's got about 500K and, a, and an IRA that's being managed with the same, with the same place. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a he's got stocks from an old company that he worked with that when he does decide to take it, it'll be like a the fifteen percent tax rate and not the full. Hmm. Okay. How much is that? Rate. I think he's got about three hundred k in there. Look at you not knowing three hundred ah, about three hundred thousand dollars. Look at you, <laughs> Dana from New Jersey. So you got a bunch of money. Uh, what does it cost for you guys to live your life? On a monthly basis. So on a monthly basis, it's about eight grand. And, you know, I don't hear this very often, but I know there's a lot of couples who do this. We like keep our money separately. I love that. You know? What's <laughs> you wrong know, with so, that? So how does it ha- tell I, me I about how hear people say that though? You oh, know? No. And I know a lot of people who do. So even though we have our own retirements and stuff, basically we fund everything for the house and then whatever's left over, you do what you want with it. I got you. <laughs> I got it. Your husband gets three grand a month from Social Security. His pension's fifteen hundred dollars a month. What's making up the difference there? He's taking the just he's taking um twenty K distribution. Twenty eight grand and eighteen grand and twenty grand and now you got you pay for your life. So when you look at the future, is there any need that you have for cash in the near term? We do plan on taking one or two trips. We do mm-hmm. ski, mm-hmm. so there's money that goes towards that. Mm-hmm. And um, we and we're gonna, you know, do some renovations on the house, but maintenance more, you know, yeah. painting, that kind of replace carpet. That kind I of mean, stuff. and besides that money, the stock account that your um, husband has, is there any uh-huh. non-retirement assets that you have besides your emergency reserve fund? Yes, we we have probably about. 70k in stocks jointly and then I have another 15k in like a mutual fund that I just let sit there and and grow so we do have that yep and we do have other cash like he has cash I have cash I have about 40 40 some thousand cash for maybe a car or whatever any kind of emergency that might come up so I kind of just keep saving towards whatever it's like my emergency fund for me (laughs) right 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 next year 
will be your low earning year, essentially. Next year will be the year you don't have income. Right. And okay. that's the year I'm taking that. I have to take the 457B. Okay. And then where do I keep it? I'm going to not take any more distributions from my from my rollover. Right. Uh, where do I keep this? Because that's what well, I'm going to be living I, on now. So um, the lump sum of 82, you're going to keep in. Well, let me ask you one other quick question. You have all this emergency reserve money and the 82 has been taxed yet or not been taxed yet? It has not been taxed. It will yet. not be. Okay. So you're going to have to leave some money. I put it in cash. I put it in the, like, ad, live on it. Leave it at that and use the money and spend it. I think that there's a lot of accounts all over the place. I'm a little bit worried about the idea that, like, not worried, but, you know, there's a lot to keep track of. So if you like the financial planner and you think the financial planner is a great person and has done right by you, you may want to just have, like, some sort of global look at what's happening. You have plenty of money. You're not going to run out of money. And in terms of the money at TIAA Craft that you've now moved that two hundred thirty-two thousand um, cash balance, did you put it into the annuity side or in the mutual fund side? Yeah, I put it back into a four, the four hundred one k. I have the option to actually stay in the same plan from where I worked mm-hmm. with the same um, rates and everything, which were very low. Yeah, that's um, good rates. Yeah, so I, I put it back in there and I put it I seen thinking I won't need that for another five years. At least I just said yep. do a 60 40 um, Great. balance on there. That's perfect. It'd be interesting to see how you do managing that cash balance in the TIA craft in that model and look at your financial planner. And then you're going to have to I know that at some point in the future, you're going to say, what value is this person bringing to my life? And then you gotta, you're going to make a hard decision about whether you want to do this yourself or you want to stick with this person. Because obviously, you know, you're paying real money. You know, know. You know you've got, you've got uh, almost $2 million that's right. there. And that means it's 20 grand every single year. And 20 right. grand a year, obviously, is money you could be living on. Or if you feel like this person does give you value, then great. That's fine. So if this person is not a fiduciary. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you this? Um, how do fiduciaries make money? Do they charge that same kind of fee? So it's interesting. The fiduciary is just says, I have to tell you what's in your best interest, even if it's not great for me, the advisor. So what the fiduciary would have to do is basically say, hey, you know what, uh, Dana, there's no reason why you should send me that cash balance. You've got a great plan at TIAA and uh, you're doing fine there. And so just put it there right? That's kind of the fiduciary model. Now that fiduciary can still charge you 1%. Some fiduciary planners charge a flat fee. Some charge a percent of assets that they manage and others will just charge even an, an annual or an hourly rate. The idea of fiduciary means that they just have to make sure they're putting your interest before their interest. You know, that's a little squishy sometimes, right? Because I'm sure that in the financial planner's mind, he might say, well, you know, roll over the cash balance to me because then we'll consolidate everything. It's cleaner and I'm doing a great job for you. And, you know, who knows how you're going to do by yourself. So you can almost convince yourself that that would be. But they would really have to explain that to you and tell you what your options are rather than just sort of say, give me the money. Right, right. So I, I kind of want to do my own, but I'm still a little leery since we're still trying to decide when to take what. So yeah. now I guess I'll 
keep my planner. I mean, we like her. And right now I think she can answer our questions. But once we kind of get in cruise mode. Yeah. Yeah. I think think that you, you have to feel like you are confident in yourself and that you're not necessarily going to shoot yourself in the foot. That's really it. But you've got a ton of money. You've done a good job. You know, you've made your decision about the lump sum, which I agree about. You made the decision about rolling over into TIA craft, which is great. You've got all this other money. You're managing stuff separately, but together. So I think you're in really good shape. Is there anything else that is out there that you want us to think about for you before we let you go? So we have a bunch of life insurance policies that are like variables. So there's money attached to them now if you took it. And we're just wondering, do we just leave it because they're so low in premiums? I mean, well, I wouldn't pay another premium. So you don't really, you know, you said you had no kids, right? Right. Okay. So obviously you have no need for life insurance right now. You have zero need. How much cash value is in these policies, would you guess? I think I have a, I have a surrender value of 16800 on mine, and I'm only paying $30 a month. It's not a lot. Yeah, so but you're cheap. paying for something you don't need, so. Yeah, it's a $50,000 policy, but if you take that money out, you pay taxes on it, correct? Only above, the, wait, value. wait, 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 yeah, only above the amount that you've put in. If you you can call up the insurance company and say, if I were to surrender this policy, what would the tax liability be? 16000 bucks is not zero. It's money. I'd rather use the money myself than pay the insurance company the fees associated with it. Yeah. So the net investment was seven grand into that. So that's like 9000 sitting around there, right? Don't do this now because, right, I mean, I might right. even wait a year or two till the income goes back down because, you, you know, you do the lump sum next year. That might, right. or or you if if you find out that it's not that much tax wise and it keeps you in that same bracket, then sure you can take it out. You know it's going to get taxed at say the twenty two percent bracket. That's fine, big deal. I mean, I'd rather have it than the insurance company. That's all I can tell you. If you have a financial question, if something is bothering you or you're excited and you feel like you've got some irrational exuberance and you need us to tamp you down a little bit, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and we'll get your note. It's very easy to do. While you're on the website, don't forget to check out Jill on Money Live. That's our subscription service where you have access to quarterly live webinars. The next one is in March with Cal Newport, productivity expert. And I'll tell you what, we're going to have a lot of conversations about attention because I think that's really important. You can only join us live if you are part of Jill on Money. 35 bucks, that'll do you. And you'll also get a lot of special video bonus content. You can subscribe to this show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. And of course, do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 